Hey friends, Andy Jenkins here with the Amplify Podcast, and here's where I want to go for the next, oh, probably a few weeks here. Recently, I've been receiving a lot of questions from church leaders, from ministry leaders, from guys and gals who are writing books, really in the faith space, and they're asking questions like, I've got great content, and and I'll tell you straight up, in the online space, You know, sometimes people say things like content is king. I really don't think that it is. I believe that connection is more important. However, at the same time, you really do need content. And if you don't have fresh ideas, if you don't have insights, you know, people are going to move on to something else. They'll search it up. They'll Google it. They'll just kind of do whatever. And when you're in that faith space, And when you're really teaching something that is, let's just say it, it's eternal, it matters more than next week, it's certainly applicable for today, tomorrow, and next week, but it matters so much longer in the big scheme of things, you know, it's really important that you get that message out. And so, again, a lot of people asking that question from that space what do I do? And here's the first thing I always say. If you regularly speak before a live audience, which pastors and many nonprofit leaders do, if you regularly do that and you already believe that your message matters, meaning you're not just standing up to talk to fill some need in yourself for validation, I mean, you really are seeking to serve people at a higher level on the most important issues, if you got those two things going for you, the content issue is resolved. What you now need is really the processes to help propel that message forward. And that's something that I want to help you do in really this episode and the next. I sat down with a guy that was leading a local nonprofit here in Birmingham, Alabama, We were sitting at lunch at Outback, and he was about to launch a book. I'm going to tell you a little bit about that story here as I roll into this podcast recording. And he asked me, what would you do? Like, how do you even get started? He had written the book. He had all the information there. Everything is ready to go. What do I do? And so this recording is the result of that question. Now, I laid out 11 steps. Uh, One of those steps is exclusive only to nonprofits. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to share you five steps this week in this episode. In the follow-up, I'm going to share with you the other five plus that one that I would do if I was a nonprofit. Here it is, what I would do if I was a church, if I was a ministry. This works for content creators, for life coaches, for authors, everybody. But really with that angle from the ministry side, What do you do if you're starting from scratch in the online space? Okay, so the purpose of this module is really just to give you a step-by-step plan of what to do to begin building your online presence. Or if you are already going, how to rebrand, how to reboot, how to relaunch. Uh, This is how to start from scratch. Uh, Or you could just say how to 
restart from scratch if that's what you need to do. Now, uh, here's where all of this came from. Uh, a couple of months uh, into last year, uh, I was eating lunch with a friend and he had just written a book and they were ready to launch that small group curriculum at his uh, ministry center. And we're sitting there and he really has, it comes across to me, no plan for how they're going to launch this book uh, or where people are even going to watch the videos. Uh, so they're about to release this book and need a system, a process for people to log in behind a paywall. They didn't even have any idea what a paywall was uh, to log in to watch these videos. And it really leads to a bunch of sketches, a bunch of drawing on a napkin. <laughs> so just kind of lay it out. Hey, okay, so here's what I would do. And at lunch, I could tell he was really overwhelmed and was just kind of thinking, okay, well, man, I, there's no way I'm going to remember all that. There's no way. I'm literally sketching it on a napkin, just like the stories you read about. You know, and there's no way he's going to remember all this. So I told him when I'm walking out the door, I said, I'll email you all of this, just kind of step by step by step, what I would do everything I just told you so that you can kind of break it off into small chunks and just kind of start, you know, knocking it off one thing at a time. And this is the order. Ideally, I would probably do this in. Some of these things can be done uh, simultaneously, but I'd probably hit it, you know, in this, this order. And so um, send it to him. And then I turned this into a bonus chapter that's in the back of Amplify, the big, thick, hardback book that comes free with the one-to-one uh, -one coaching and the consulting and also is available for you with the course as really as a freebie. Uh, of course, you can buy the thing, but it, it, it is uh, written intentionally. It, it's a fast read. It's a lot of pages, has a lot of pictures in it, but it's written to kind of be your playbook. It, it's like the Encyclopedia Britannica, if you remember those, uh, kind of all the stuff that we're teaching. It's a, it's a reference for you. And the reason we give that with coaching and with consulting is so that uh, when we're dialoguing about some of the things, we're on these Zoom calls and everything, you can very quickly reference back, you know, go, hey, run this play. And then you can go look back and review it and review it and review it. And you've got really kind of the blueprint right there. So here's what I told him is number one, I would get your website. I would update it. I would move it to Kajabi. I would place a clear one-liner on the top of your website. Now, there are several reasons I would do all of this. Um, the reason I would put a one-liner on the top uh, just like I've highlighted right here, is that is your unique, uh, some people would call it a sales proposition. It's really what you're doing. A lot of times people stumble upon a website and it's really difficult to tell what does that person do, or they have cute language, clever language, not clear, clarifying language. So you go to something and it says, we're helping people reach new heights. Well, is that an airline? Or is that a counselor? Or is that a climbing excursion? Or is that life insurance? Or is that, I mean, that, that could be so many different things. But when you come to a website and it says, hey, you have a message to share, you want to make sure people hear it. You don't want to just create it and then toss it out there and wonder if anybody's listening. Like if a tree falls in the forest, does anybody hear it? Um, if you create this message, is anybody going to hear it? We're going to help you 
multiply it and monetize it, place a megaphone on it so people hear and it can fund its way forward. Okay, that's clear. Uh, if you teach parenting and you say, hey, I teach parenting and I help people know what to teach their kids and how to lead their kids so that those kids know what they should think, feel, and be able to do at each significant stage of life, whether they're a toddler or they're in elementary school, they're in junior high, high school, college. You know, parenting kids is different at every single one of those stages. Okay, that very clearly lets you know what you get when you go to that website. And so that's what I would do. I would make a strong recommendation that when people come to your site, they know exactly what you do. You help people in HR build a thriving culture on their team. Uh, you help uh, churches um, create really a, a program that helps lead people to operate in their gifts and in their skills and the unique talents that God has placed upon their life. Or are you help people know how to set up a daycare or a playground center or whatever it is like you want that clear one liner on top. And then from there, here's the reason I would move it to Kajabi. So the reasons are this is you really need a home base and Amplify. We teach that your website is absolutely your home base, not social media, not some other platform that you don't own. It is your website is your home base. And on that website, you need several things. Now, these are the numbers that I was paying before. Uh, when I was hosting through a WordPress site. Now, again, WordPress is a great platform, but when you start pulling off everything that you're going to need to do to amplify your message, you're going to start band-aiding a lot of things together. So for web hosting, I was paying 30 bucks because I wanted it on a self-hosted uh, server um, to where the URL would be like my name, not a free account that would have like WordPress dot my name and then something else or my name dot WordPress dot com. Uh, you got to get an email server. That could be, I was paying $300 for that. I was using Infusionsoft. It's now known as Keep. Uh, you could use Constant Contact. Some of those others, A Weber would even be, it could be anywhere from 100 to four or $500. Uh, the opt-in, I used an opt-in monster was the name of the product I used there. It was $20 a month. I had to have a shopping cart it was $100. I used a podcast hosting through Libsyn, L-I-B-S-Y-N. And then I had other expenses that were about $30 a month to manage that website. So you add all of that up, it's about $500. And what I did is I found I could do it all under one roof for less than 20% of that cost. Now, I will tell you this. Uh, there is a link I'm going to put down below just in the description that if you need to get a website, if you don't have one or if you want to change your platform, you can get a free 30-day trial through Kajabi. We do have an affiliate link right there. It doesn't cost you any more to do that. They actually pay us and uh, we can help you set that up. And again, you'll have 30 days to where you can set up an offer. You can start making money on that and then build out your site from there. So when you set up the website, regardless of where you set it, you do want to have a headline that tells people very clearly what you're doing, what they're getting when they come there. You may want to have a picture. Uh, you could have a little bit of description, generally right there in bullet points, a little bit more detail. You're going to paint your preferred future with them. What's it going to look like if they work with you? And what's it going to look like if they don't work with you? Like, what, what are they missing by not being there? And you also want to have a call to action. Now, all these things could take a little bit different format than what I have illustrated right here. 
you could have that call to action up at the top and in the center. I would probably put one at the top right up here and one in the center all above the fold, meaning if it's on a desktop, they see it on that screen. They don't have to scroll down to see all of this stuff. If they scroll down, there's more information down below, but make it very simple and call people to a point of action. Hey, here's what we do. We'd love to help you. Here's how you take the next step. So literally call the person out, call them to action. Now, there are three different kinds of websites here uh, we teach. Number one is the kind of website that just sits. These are static. They provide basic information only. They're very helpful, but they don't give you a lot of extra uh, there, there's not an le- extra oomph to them. So a static website would be like your local dentist office. When we're open, here's what we do. Come and see us. End of story. A second kind of website is the websites that sell. So some websites sit, some sell. They exist to push products and to make a profit only. Here's an example. Amazon.com walmart.com, target.com, all of these websites, you just know when you go to that website, you're going because you are headed there to purchase something. Now, that's not a negative at all. That's just those are the kind of websites that exist. Some sit, some sell. Here's the two errors that I see a lot of times with content creators, you know, like us, uh, me and you, is we get afraid of selling anything. And so our website just sits there. It's just static. We let everything go dormant. We don't post, we don't update. We just kind of let it stay there. We kind of check out and the site looks the same a year from now, six months from now, not much activity has happened. Or the other extreme is that we do a site that sells and it's just push, 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 push. And we don't want to do either one of those. We want to do the third kind of website. We want to serve. We want to encourage. We want to equip. We want to empower people. We want to take people on a journey. Now, for sure, a site that serves is going to sell things, but it is going to be a website that exists in large part to offer value, to take people on a journey, to invite them into your ecosystem. So what I would say, point number one, the first thing that you need to do Uh, and I've got 11 points here, is if I was starting from scratch, I would build a website that serves. Here's the second thing I would do on that website is I would create opt-ins, plural. Now, just start with one, but I would eventually get multiples going that collect email addresses, contact info, so you can invite people back to that website. So when a visitor comes, collect their data, send them some targeted information based on why they opted in. Now, I'm not going to give you a lot of information right here because there is a bonus module in here in Amplify Pro that is titled three opt-ins and three offers. If you watch that, uh, that module will give you a lot of information. It'll give you three different kinds of opt-ins you can do right now. And then also three different purchase uh, uh, kind of funnels that you could map out immediately and put to work for you even today. Uh, Now, remember this, whenever anybody opts in, you're going to deliver them the promised content. So an opt-in is an exchange of an email address and contact information for a free gift that you have presented on the front of that person. You want to deliver them the promised content, and then you want to tag them, and you want to drop them into an email sequence. So tag them where they came from, how they got there, drop them into an email sequence, and then you're giving them value, value, value. All this is curated. 
You offer them at some point an option to buy something. That's an offer. And then more targeted emails headed to them. Eventually, I would say we need to offer something else. So put this here as well. And then we're going to drop them onto our broadcast list. So if they're not purchasing, that's all right. Uh, you know, you're going to play the long game here. So we do want to offer twice at least, probably three times, because when they opt in on that thank you page, what we'll teach you is to do an offer at that point as, re as well, a one-time offer um, there that's going to be a really good deal that's going to target exactly based on the information that they're there for. Um, that is your play. Here's number three is I would set up a weekly podcast, not monthly, not bi-weekly, weekly podcast. Now, a podcast is strictly in the strictest sense of the word. It is audio only. Uh, I get it. A lot of people right now are podcasting on YouTube. Uh, a lot of big name guys are podcasting on YouTube and they're they're making quite a, quite a go at it. Um, for the most part, podcast is audio because the way a podcast works is often RSS feed. Really simple syndication is what that means. It means you publish the podcast in one place and then it pushes it out to all these other locations. Now, if you're podcasting on YouTube, you've got to set that up and you've got to time that. That's a little bit different. And it's not just audio, that's video. Not saying not to do it, but there's a whole different play that we teach you to run with YouTube uh, in that you don't want to build your home base on YouTube. You want to build it on your website. And I'd say right here, you do see people that are big names that are building on YouTube. That is the exception to the rule. Don't build off the exceptions, build off of the norms. And if then somehow lightning strikes and you got this great opportunity, then goodness, walk through that door, but set it up in a way that you know will work for the majority of us. Uh, a couple ideas for podcasting is you can pull the video uh, courses that you have and then extract the audio, record an intro and an outro, and podcast it. This is really how I built up the podcast for a membership program that I had. We were taking six months after the course was uploaded into the membership program. I would pull those courses, take the audio. And on the intro, I would just tell people, hey, this audio came from this course that's in this program. You can join the program right here and get the video course and the whole vault, the whole library of everything else that's there. Now, even if you're not running a membership program, that is a great play that you can run where you can repurpose the content that you have. Number two is you can talk your way through the content of a book you wrote. Now, right now, I am running that play on two different projects. Number one is Amplified. So the stuff that we are podcasting every single week is in large part based on content from the book, uh, the big book, the book that comes with the course and the book that comes with the one-to-one -one coaching. Um, that content is sometimes it comes out a little bit different because we're just extracting these three points from the book. Sometimes it comes out very much the same, but we are talking our way through that book. I'm also doing this as I'm about to launch this rebooted program for men uh, that I ran back in, started in 2014, 15, 16, 17, and 18 called Advance. And so I had a book uh, during the last couple of years. I've rewritten it, bolstered it, boosted it. And right now, in order to set up the audio feed of a podcast and then to have evergreen content send people back to when they opt in and they want to know more about advance, I am recording, talking through that book. Uh, number three is you can talk your way through the content of a book that you want to write. So if you're thinking, hey, eventually I want to crank something out and share it, go ahead and talk it 
that's going to help you really craft and create that message. You'll probably get some feedback and questions from people that listen. You can zero in and hone that down even more. Uh, you can retalk some of your best talks is another idea that you can do. Uh, and the number five idea for podcasting is you can expand some of your social media posts. So a lot of people that are in Amplify Pro have a robust social media presence where you're posting new ideas or reels. Uh, you're posting some videos, live videos. You know, whatever the case, take some of that, repurpose that content, and then put it into the podcasting platform. Uh, podcasting does give you the benefit of you now have evergreen content to when somebody opts in. Okay, that was number two up here. Build the website, they opt in. You want to send them in an email sequence. All of a sudden, you all these extra emails. Okay, you're going to send three or four and then an offer, three or four more. And then offer all of these emails. You you now have curated content you can send to them based on that opt in. Um, here's another play that you could run on the podcast. This would really be number six idea is you could leverage other people's audiences. Uh, if you do that, here's the four step process for it. Number one, interview your guest. Uh, number two, do the edit and the write-up, all that, the show notes of your podcast. Go ahead and write up what's going to be the email. Go ahead and write up what's going to be the social media. Write that while you record. So within a day. So like I, I just now recorded today uh, two back-to-back -back episodes. I interviewed a friend and for the Amplify podcast. I'm going to write that stuff all up today and edit it while it's fresh in my mind so that you know a week from now, three weeks from now, even though those episodes aren't going to air for six, seven, eight weeks, I'm not that far in advance thinking, oh, golly, what, what did we talk about back two months ago? So do it right now. And then uh, when it gets close to time, you want to remind that person, that guest, when you're going live, because you want them to invite their followers through their social media feeds, through all of their email lists, through all of their channels, through live videos, through other things that they would do and welcome that new audience to you. Here's a pro tip. Something you could do is since those guests can introduce you to a new audience, um, have a special opt-in for their people and then welcome them into your ecosystem. So what I'll do with this guy is uh, I'll say, hey, um, you know, I've got a special opt-in below, you know, for you know, him. I'll just clone off one that I already have, but I'll target those emails in a special way and I'll give them some kind of special deal on a one-time offer um, that's related to his message and related to what we talked about um, that really is a special value add to them. Now on the screen right here, let me show you this. This is a picture of a current setup that I have for a podcast. Now I do have the the, the pop filter for the mic that's just kind of pushed around to the other side if you're looking at that. But it can be very simple. This is a Yeti brand mic. It's called the Snowball. I also use the Yeti Blue. Uh, this one is running right into the iPad. That software on the iPad is straight out of the box. It is not special recording software. Okay, so yes, you can go purchase special software for video editing, for audio editing, for creating graphics at the level that we are, most of us 
We don't need that. Now, if, if you're a graphic designer, you absolutely need it. If you're a video editor, it's professional, you absolutely need it. But most of that stuff, when it gets to that level, you're going to outsource that. So when I record a course, for the most part, I outsource that. So when I'm doing it, I just use the stuff that is free that's right out of the box. Okay, so let me give you a quick review. First thing I would do, get a website. If you've already got one, update it. I would move it somewhere where you can do everything that you need to do on that website. Get your robust home base. Number two, set some opt-ins on that home base. Number three, start recording a podcast. Number four, I would send out at least two emails per week. And on the screen here, it says broadcast emails. And, and I would say at least two per week. Now, I know you might think, well, that kind of seems a little bit spammy. It's not because you're doing a value add every single time. You're not pushing and selling and hawking things. You're going to do the sales thing for the most part on those opt-ins and sequences unless you're doing a launch. And the way we teach launching and amplify is you do a targeted launch to a specific group of people who have opted in and expressed interest in the subject matter that you're launching. So you don't invite everybody in the world to your launch. Uh, now, if you send out consistent content right here, like two emails a week, people will get used to hearing from you. Uh, their web server, uh, email provider will get used to your emails and it won't filter you as spam. If you never send an email and then all of a sudden you go hot, it will catch you and classify you as spam. So go ahead and get in the regular routine of doing these emails. A lot of these emails too, you can clone these off if they're good and then you can drop them into sequences later on. Now, let me describe to you very quickly. Um, this is just yanked from the module in the Amplify course on emails uh, where we tell you basically the two broad kinds of emails are broadcasts and sequences. So an email broadcast is a one-off. Look on the left side of the screen there. It is sent as a single piece of communication. These are generally timed and scheduled to send at some point in the future. Uh, even though you can do a broadcast and you could send it immediately, you could just power that thing out and it goes right now. Um, you use a broadcast. Uh, when I send out an email about our blog, uh, hey, here's, here's the blog of the week. I use a broadcast when I send out, hey, we just went live with a new podcast. Here it is. It's available for you. Go listen right here. Those are all broadcasts. A sequence is a string or a train. Once someone enters the sequence, they receive multiple emails that are pre-written at specific times. Now, whereas a broadcast is timed, a sequence generally has a tripwire. So there's a triggering event such as an opt-in or a purchase that generally causes someone to enter or leave the sequence. So if you're doing a sales sequence and they buy, you're going to take them out of that sales sequence. But if there's a sequence based on an opt-in where you're going to deliver value and eventually make an offer, okay, the triggering event is the opt-in. And once they do that, they start receiving all of those emails. Uh, and this is a great way to set up uh, ongoing delivery of value uh, after someone completes an opt-in. So you, you want to create those. Okay, so you're going to run your opt-ins off of a sequence. You're going to run those emails right here twice a week. Those are going to be broadcasts. Um, here's what you do with the email sequence. Okay, so you're going to build trust with the email sequence. When someone opts in, remember, we're going to add value. We're going to add value, value, value. At some point, we'll ask for an offer, ask for a sale. 
Uh, if they purchase, great, pull them out of that sequence and put them into a sequence where you show them how to use the product they just purchased and you onboard them. Um, but if they don't purchase, you just keep offering value, value, value. Trust grows with consistency and time. So trust will grow until at some point in the future, purchasing becomes the logical next best step for the person that is in your audience. So again, I would work off the emails twice a week and you go, what am I gonna email them? Well, you're gonna email them once a week about your podcast. You're gonna also email them another time a week by point number five, which is off of your blog. So blogging is number five on our 11 step process here. Um, if you're starting from scratch, what I would do on the blog is really repurpose some of your existing content. So in Amplify, in the module on courses, we talk about how to, from a course, extract a year worth of content by pulling some of the short video clips out of that course. Now, some of those will teach you there. You can run the play and put some of those short clips on YouTube to drive people back to your website. Okay, don't send people from your website to YouTube. Send people from YouTube back to your site. Uh, send people from social media back to your site. Don't send people from social media to other forms of social media. YouTube is social media. Don't send people from YouTube to Facebook. Send people social media always back to your site. On this blog, repurpose some of your existing content so that when people come back to your site, there's something new for them to see. And again, my, my idea is original content out, out of the gate. Podcast once a week, out of the gate, something on the blog, once a week that's original content of yours. Now, it doesn't mean it's necessarily original that you created it this week. Uh, in fact, again, you're better off batching this and then scheduling it way out in advance uh, just because once you get in, you can stay in it and work right there. Hey, thank you for listening today. I have a few links down in the show notes I want to draw your attention to. First of all, if you are interested in learning the bigger picture, grabbing the full overview of everything that we talk about, I alluded to the Amplify course and the big Amplify book. I often refer to that book as the Encyclopedia Britannica of how to multiply, how to monetize, how to move your message out to the masses. That's a book we give to people when we're coaching them. Uh, it comes with the full-blown course, but you can just buy that book and take advantage of the audio book. And uh, I've got a friend here in town. Every time we meet, he's kind of carrying that book in. It's got all kinds of pictures and illustrations that I put in there with just kind of point-by-point explanations and plays that you can run online. And he'll just say, hey, like, can, can you fill in the gap here? I got a little question. And so he'll just kind of want to take it off to a rabbit trail and really apply it to himself. That information is all in the show notes below. There's also a video. Now this, how to start from scratch, I recorded as a video and placed it in Amplify Pro, which is our monthly coaching group. There is a link below where you can learn more about that coaching group and you can just say, well, I, I don't necessarily want the coaching, but I, I would like to see the whole video with the screen shares and the slides and all of that. So there's a link down below where you can watch the full talk to this video. That'll give you parts one and part two. And finally, you know, the big issue is not the technology if you have the correct technology. 
So I meet all the time people trying to build content machines on Squarespace and on WordPress and some other uh, forms of software that are great for certain things and really good if you have some custom coding that you can drop in. But I found that it's easiest to have one thing that's plug and play that can simply run the processes that I've outlined. That framework is all on Kajabi. That's the software that I use. If you're listening to this podcast anywhere, it's originated and been sourced out from Kajabi. If you're watching a video of mine ever, it came from Kajabi. If you've ever bought anything and then gone behind the paywall or it's asking, hey, where do you want to ship this? Or it delivers a course or an ebook or you opt in for something and then it takes you to a hidden page and then sends you a follow-up email sequence or just a weekly email. All of that is on Kajabi and you can take a special 30-day free test drive there. Get around and play around, see what you can make happen with it. And I'll tell you this, if you reach out to me after you've registered for that free 30-day test drive, I'll send you over a template that you can just upload that will get you jump started. And it's the template that I would recommend if you are a church or ministry leader. Okay, that's it. That's all for today. I'll see you in the next talk. I really believe that if you've got something to say, we want to help you say it. We'll help you multiply, monetize that message. See you next time.